Welcome to the Agility in Real Life podcast, To Be Named. Now your hosts, Mike Studeman and Jeff Lee. Hi, welcome to our next edition of the podcast, which is yet to be named here from Agility IRL. I'm Jeff Lee. And I'm Mike Studeman. Jeff, we should really work on getting a name one of these days. We should. We should. We'll need some help on that. So uh, please put some comments in the chat. We're recording these a couple of weeks before we publish them. So if we already have a name, fantastic. But I'm guessing we might not by now. So please help us out uh, in the comments with your thoughts. Always good to ask the customers, ask the clients uh, their thoughts. Yeah. So Mike, I would like to get some of your thoughts. Our topic today is the sprint review. And it's fresh in my mind because I was just on a sprint review with the client and we got done with it. And there were some things that felt pretty good and some things that didn't feel great. Uh, one thing that felt pretty good is, is we went through and our product owner gave a little bit of where we're going. Our team, our, our developers shared the product and shared it to our customers and didn't get any uh, any dings, any negative feedback, not much positive feedback either, but uh, people seem general, generally happy about it. So that felt good. Um, one thing that didn't feel good was one of our developers had some technical issues while, while presenting and uh, felt like, hey, I should probably spend more time preparing for this next time. Mm. Uh, you know, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, first of all, uh, kudos for the team for having a sprint review because you and I both been around teams that decide, well, we don't have anything to share. It's the same thing every time. So let's just skip them. Uh, I think that's a positive. Uh, in terms of the technical issues coming up, I, I, I think both the scrum master and the product owner have to set a little context for the stakeholders. I like to use the analogy of the stakeholders walking through a build, a, a construction site for a building under construction. There's going to be things that aren't polished. There's going to be uh, things that aren't finished. I get really concerned when I hear developers say, well, I have to spend more time preparing because as you well know, Jeff, uh, any time you spend preparing for the sprint review is less time you actually have to build uh, during the, uh, during the sprint. So, you know, I would just remind the developer and remind the scrum master and the product owner, hey, set expectations with the stakeholders. This isn't going to be perfect. Uh, we don't want to create an incentive where we uh, uh, or create an incentive, I should say, for the developers to spend more time making this into a polished sales presentation versus actually building the product. Yeah, good, excellent, excellent feedback there. What are your thoughts on the speaking of feedback uh, on the the feedback or lack of feedback that we got coming from our our stakeholders? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, first of all, I, I think uh, there's a tendency in our society to say, "Do you have any feedback?" and and depending upon who you're talking to uh, and kind of where they get their energy from, uh, that might not be the best way to ask it. Um, so I'll use myself as an example. I tend to be a, a kind of a, a process-based thinker. So if you ask me in the moment after I've just seen something, what do you think? I, I'm not ready to provide feedback. I got to like kind of let it ruminate for a while or soak for a while before I, I kind of know what I want to share with you. Um, I think, um, you, you know, soliciting feedback, there's a lot of uh, great little mobile apps where you can ask specific questions and let people vote. Um, to get feedback on things is good. I think a technique like the perfection game by Jim McCarthy, part of his core protocols to get some quantitative feedback, you know, rate the product on a scale of one to 10. If it's not a 10, 
what uh, what would make it a ten for you is another another good uh, another good way to get feedback. Um, have you ever had? I'm curious. Have you ever had a uh, a sprint review? And it doesn't sound like this occurred in the one that you just had, but you ever had a sprint review where the stakeholders absolutely trashed the product? I have, I have, and it, I found it multiple places. Right, this happens routine. I shouldn't say routinely, but it happens frequently. And I found this, this, that can be something that really galvanizes a team, a scrum team to work together um, based on the stance the product owner takes. So if the product owner is, is stepping up and running in interference and saying, okay, this is what we were doing. This is why we're doing it. Your feedback is valuable. But, and the scrum master is also jumping in with, with uh, scrum values and respect and, and reasserting that. That can be a positive thing. I've been in other places where the product owner aligns himself firmly on the side of the business and is, is over there also throwing daggers uh, at the developers. Not what we want from a scrum team. Yeah, I completely agree. And the, 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 the second model that you talked about there, the product owner really kind of stepping back from the developers and the scrum master and saying, yeah, this is really bad. Uh, it's just corrosive to the whole idea of a scrum team. Uh, the so I've seen it uh, as well uh, before. I, I think a couple of important things to always remember is that feedback is just feedback. It's a data point. Um, I, I think uh, the other uh, piece is that uh, there's truth in all feedback. It might be a very, very, very small piece of truth, um, but there is truth. Uh, there might be a lot of stuff to weed through there. Uh, so I always encourage teams to uh, seek the truth. I, I also encourage them to remember. Uh, you know, at least you're getting the feedback now when you can do something about it versus waiting till when you release the product and being told that, hey, this isn't going to work for us. And as always, as we are tracking toward the end of our five minutes mark here, maybe we've passed it. I haven't been paying that close of attention. Um, I will put a point on this. One thing I did not tell you about uh, with this sprint review is today is Friday and it's a holiday weekend and we live in Minnesota. There's a lot of Fridays that are going to be holiday weekends, whether they're official holidays or holidays individuals declare for themselves. What is your favorite way of dealing with that, Mike? Yeah, I'm not a huge, and of course, Scrum, as you know, takes no position, right, on when you start and end sprints. I, I'm not a huge fan of starting them and ending on Mondays and Fridays for that exact reason. Uh, as you said, particularly in the in Minnesota or the upper Midwest here, when it does get warm, and it eventually will get warm, Jeff. Uh, I've been told that don't over that and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, uh, people are going to be taken off, and and you just you miss key stakeholders, you miss uh, team members, uh, and it, it. I'm not going to say that it it all falls apart, but it certainly makes doing a good iterative framework like Scrum much harder. Yeah, my personal preference is to start them on Wednesdays or Thursdays, end them on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, um, and again, for those exact reasons. So, uh, all right, let's put a wrap on this one. Thank you for joining us here for, for our sprint review. Mike, any closing thoughts? No, uh, make sure you're doing one regardless of whether you have something to share. Very, very important event in Scrum. All right, thanks for joining us. Thanks, everyone. The product vision for the Agile podcast to be named later is to provide members of the Agile community with an idea that they can incorporate into their daily lives to make them more effective. We thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.